the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is a well-known and oft-employed Democratic tactic. So why would they not employ it again in the matter of Joe Biden and the corruption scandal that is enveloping his presidential administration? We will discuss that at the top of a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Welcome to 9890 Answer. You can take us with you wherever you go via our array of apps, iHeartTuneInRadio.com, or download the Answer app itself. Uh, we have a uh, a checkup on the LeBron James I Promise School. How's that doing? It debuted to great fanfare. Does it deserve that fanfare? We have uh, contentious issue one coming up a week from today in Ohio. Get out to the polls on that day or preferably vote early and make sure you get your vote in, particularly if you are an authentic Bible-believing person. It is an opportunity to make it more difficult to murder children, unborn children, in the state of Ohio. And it will safeguard your Second Amendment rights and your First Amendment rights and all your rights in the Constitution if you establish the threshold to amend the Ohio Constitution at 60%. And the polls are promising. The passage of Issue 1 proponents were way behind initially. Now they are slightly ahead. Don't relax. Get your friends out. Talk to friends. You go to church. You have friends. Get them out. vote ish. Issue one, vote yes. And we have some uh, interesting stories on the weather. But nothing is more interesting at the top of the show than Devin Archer's testimony yesterday. Devin Archer is not just a friend of Hunter Biden. He was a business associate of Hunter Biden. But more importantly, he was a fellow Burisma Energy Company board member with Hunter Biden. And so Devin Archer was in Washington, D.C. yesterday behind closed doors, transcribed testimony. I assume we'll get that in a couple of days. But we already have a pretty detailed account of what Devin Archer had to say. And what he said was what I think everyone who wants to see the Biden administration exposed for the corruption that it is clearly engaged in, uh, not just during Joe Biden's presidency, but during his eight years as vice president and likely before that. He said exactly what we needed to hear and wanted to hear, which was, yes, Hunter Biden put his father, Joe Biden, on speakerphone while at dinner and in meetings with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates, which means, because it happened, by Devin Archer's account, 20 times over a 10-year period, that it was also Joe Biden's business partners who he was speaking to on the phone. Because of all the stuff said yesterday and today by all the pundits, and I'll play a lot of it for you today, and a lot of it is very insightful and very analytical, I thought one of the most insightful things said was said this morning by Dana Perino of Fox News, because Dana Perino used to be uh, the White House spokesperson. She used to be Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, back when, you know, the White House spokesperson told the truth from the podium and didn't uh, engage in lies every day. And Dana Perino pulled out a sheet of paper that 
is uh, called the 14 General Principles of Ethical Conduct. This is a document that, if you Google 14 Principles of Ethical Conduct, it's the first thing that comes up on Google, not even DuckDuckGo. Google's not trying to hide it. And guess where it comes from? It comes from the Department of Justice, www.justice.gov, the 14 general principles of ethical conduct. Here's number one. Public service is a public trust requiring employees to place loyalty to the Constitution, the laws, and ethical principles above private gain. Number two, employees shall not hold financial interests that conflict with the conscientious performance of duty. Number three, employees shall not engage in financial transactions using non-public government information or allow the improper use of such information to further any private interest. Do I have to read all 14 of these? Like Biden's already 0 for 3. He's already 0 for 3. And the point Dana Perino makes to Andy McCarthy, who himself, like her, was a former federal employee, government employee, a federal prosecutor, Andy McCarthy, is that, let's say, this tactic that Democrats use all the time that I referred to at the top of the show, which is, that's not happening. That, what you say, is not happening. It is not happening. It is absolutely not happening. And then you say, well, here's the evidence, and it is happening. CRT, indoctrination of kids in schools, this, that, you know, uh, cutting our domestic energy production, whatever. And then we just say, well, here's the evidence that it's happening. And they go, well, it really doesn't mean anything. It's not a big deal. Why do you care? Right? That's their defense now. It was always like, no, Joe Biden, he's not involved. There's no direct evidence. He never talked. He never spoke. He never called. He never did anything. Okay, so he did. It's, it's, it means nothing. This is what Democrats did yesterday. And Dana Perino came up with the very salient and searing analysis that the mere fact that Joe Biden allowed Hunter Biden to use him 20 times to get on a speakerphone and at its most benign say, oh, hi, Vladimir. Uh, Yeah, my son's a great guy, isn't he? That that in and of itself is absolutely wrong because it perpetuates ongoing violations of the Justice Department's 14 general principles of ethical conduct. Here's Dana Perino and Andy McCarthy. He worked in the federal government, so did I. Here's this thing here. It's called the 14 principles of ethical conduct. And I went through here, and I think they violated at least seven, but it wasn't Hunter Biden's obligation to adhere to the ethical obligations. It was Joe Biden's. And to me, that is what the Devin Archer piece showed yesterday, is that Joe Biden, even if it, there would have been a first call, like, hey, Dad, can you talk to these guys? I'm on the phone. And Joe Biden is gracious. He says, hi, yes, the weather's really nice here. Fine. The next call should be to Hunter Biden from his dad saying, don't ever do that again, because it is against all ethical norms. But he didn't do that. No, of course he didn't do that because he's the engine that makes the business run. That's exactly right. He's the he's the engine that makes the business run. Why would Burisma want Hunter Biden on the board? A crack addict? Uh, at best, the best description you can make of Hunter Biden is he was an attorney struggling with addiction. What's his expertise in foreign energy? 
Nothing. Zip. Nada. Zero. The FBI's 1023 form where the informant said they used Hunter Biden to get to Joe Biden to make problems go away. Joe Biden's the fixer. That's what he is. He gets on the phone and he tells people, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm a, you know, Hunter's a great guy. Trust him. Whatever Hunter says, blah, 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 blah. Except it's more nefarious than that because we now know that the reason why Burisma paid Hunter Biden $5 million and paid Joe Biden $5 million, according to the FBI informant, was to end a corruption investigation into Burisma. And if only we had, like, I don't know, a smoking gun, an audio tape of Joe Biden articulating his own role and responsibility in the firing of a prosecutor investigating corruption. Oh, wait, 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 we do have that. We do have that. Many, many times we have played it, and uh, I'm sure I will play it again for you today. But we have Joe Biden sitting there saying, yeah, you know, I was here. We got a billion dollars in USAID, and we're going to give it. And I said, no, no, not unless you get rid of the prosecutor. And what do you know? They fired the prosecutor. Yeah, they fired the prosecutor. And guess what? You bragging about it. You couldn't keep your mouth shut because you've been a career braggart. Or as the Democrats say, a serial fabulist. You outed yourself. That is one of the most delicious things for me to salivate over. As I ponder the coming disintegration of Joe Biden's presidency and reputation is that he outed himself. Now, it's going to take a little bit of time because Democrats, of course, are not ready to fold yet because Trump looms as the next president of the United States if they can't push Joe Biden across the finish line. And so it appears the Democrats have uh, anointed a new stooge to carry their water. While Trump was president, it was most often Adam Schiff. And at that time, we never heard much from a congressman out of New York named Dan Goldman because Schiff was not going to share the camera with anyone. But now Schiff is on to other things. He's been thoroughly embarrassed by his bloodlust to get Trump. He's been censured by the House of Representatives. And he's seeking the Senate seat in California that Dianne Feinstein can't remove herself from soon enough. So Dan Goldman is the new bootlick for the Bidens. And he had a series of ridiculous assertions yesterday that Devin Archer's testimony, oh, okay, sure, yeah, there were phone calls, but uh, they didn't talk about anything uh, except the weather. Lots of phone calls about the weather. So... Um, Put on your Jim Ganahl hat and join me for that next. So Devin Archer in uh, Washington yesterday, the former business partner of Hunter Biden, the uh, former Burisma Energy Company board member with Hunter Biden, who went to a lot of dinners and spent a lot of time with Hunter Biden while Hunter was running interference for whatever 
the company wanted him to do in exchange for his $80,000-plus salary per month. And what they wanted him to do, Hunter, was use your dad, call your dad, involve your dad when we get into a tight spot. And Burisma was in a tight spot when Viktor Shokin, prosecutor in Ukraine, was investigating their corruption. And so at a dinner in Dubai in 2015, Hunter Biden, in the company of Devin Archer, in the company of the head of Burisma, Zolchevsky, called Joe Biden, put him on speakerphone, introduced him to the guys. We don't know what they talked about, but he phoned Joe Biden. Joe Biden answered. He always answered Hunter's calls. Oh, he always answered Hunter's calls. Now, let me just tackle that for a second. Look, do you answer your wife's call every single time she calls you? Do you answer your husband's call every single time she calls you? Your daughter's call, your son's call? Every single time. No exceptions. Answer, of course, is no, because sometimes you're engaged in something. I'll call you right back. You might shoot them a text while they're calling, kind of text you back or text me or whatever. Why would Joe Biden answer Hunter? Joe Biden, busy guy, right? Joe Biden involved in lots of sitting in a cabinet meeting, Hunter Biden calls and he takes the call because they've said, oh, he always took Hunter's call. Always. Why would he always take Hunter's call? Well, I mean, I would submit that um, if I told you that, hey, your wife's going to call you right in the middle of a big business meeting. And uh, you can tell her, oh, text me back. Nope, too busy, dear. Don't have time. Or if you take the call, you could make a couple million off taking the call. You might be a little bit more apt to take the call, right? So Joe Biden always took Hunter's call. And that was one of 20-some instances that Devin Archer outlined. And the Democrats have told us that the, oh, Joe Biden, there's no tie. There's no tie between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. No tie. Nobody's ever tied. We got emails. We got a trip to China. We got <laughs> we got lots and lots and lots of stuff. Okay, tying the two, but there's no tie. No, none. So now Dan Goldman, stooge from New York, heir to the uh, 250 million dollars he'll get out of being an heir to the Levi Strauss fortune, is sitting in yesterday listening to Devin Archer, and Dan Goldman is uh, charged with being the guy who listens to mounting evidence against Joe Biden and yet denies that it is, in fact, mounting evidence. Uh, Here's Dan Goldman uh, showing you that he likes whatever flavor shoe polish Joe Biden uses. Uh, The witness, Mr. Archer, was very clear that Hunter spoke to his father every day. Um, that and he indicated that he approximated about 20 times over the course of his 10-year mm. business relationship that he had with Mr. Biden, which would be with Hunter Biden, which would be about twice a year mm. that uh, Hunter would put his father on speakerphone with um, uh, with whomever was at dinner, and he there was no indication that he had any idea who was at dinner. With them, it was just a say hello. I'm at dinner here, and there was nothing related to his business dealings. Okay, nothing related. Seemed like Dano was struggling for words there, trying to find uh, well, which way do I go? Because you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was questioning those those stinky IRS whistleblowers, and I inadvertently mentioned that Hunter Biden told his father he was going to go into business with these guys, thus confirming that Hunter and Joe Biden did discuss business, which that stinky IRS whistleblower pointed out. I got embarrassed, so I got to be careful where I go here with my words. Uh, but Dan Goldman went on a little more, a little more from uh, from Dano. It had nothing to do with business, and that is the sum and substance of what the testimony was. So then the question becomes, 
how much longer are we going to go on this fishing expedition? Mm. There is no evidence connecting mm. President Biden to anything related to Hunter Biden. Mm. No evidence, he says. No evidence. Uh, bank records, suspicious activity reports, 170 of those, wire transfers, uh, 20 shell corporations, uh, text messages, emails, WhatsApp messages, photos of Joe and Hunter, voicemails to his son. Hey, I think you're going to clear here, son. But uh, no evidence. Okay. Okay. No evidence, the man says. Uh, wait, there was one more question to Dan Goldman. So, so to confirm, you're saying that the speakerphone conversations, they don't seem concerning to you because there was no specifics about business and it just seemed like it they was were clear about- that it was clear that, that it was as part of the daily conversations hmm. that Hunter Biden had with his father. Hmm. Um, and it was and and sounds like most of the time uh, now President Biden didn't even know hmm. who the people he was at dinner. He was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how uh, how what's going on on your end. He the the witness was very very consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversations. Oh, okay, casual conversations. Okay. Well, in all the stuff that uh, Dan Goldman said yesterday, I thought this was the absolute most interesting. There is no evidence connecting President Biden to anything related to Hunter Biden. No evidence connecting Joe Biden to anything having to do with uh, Hunter Biden. Okay. I went through that evidence, um, but I'm always trying to be helpful. And, you know, rather than sit here and bang on Dan Goldman for being a stooge, um, maybe I'll just be a nice guy and just do my very bed, dead level best to refresh his memory. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. He said that he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. I did anything wrong, and uh, I didn't realize he was on the board till after it was after he'd been on the board, and at the same time, he has come forward and said it was a mistake on his part to be on the board. I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board, and that was it. The fact is, I was unaware of his investments until those occurred, and I've never discussed what my son's business with him because I didn't want any conflict. I don't discuss business with my son. I didn't know that was the case. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters, and I've never discussed them. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. He said that he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. I did okay. my job. I never. I'll uh, leave it there because we're at the end of it. I mean, I have more to refresh Dan Goldman's memory if he needs it. I'm Always happy to help a guy who needs help. Help a brother out, even though he's heir to $250 million. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.